Hello. Time for another sip, a STEM information podcast. This is Jacqueline Sanders, and our sips are just 10 minutes of information to help you think about how to use and apply science, technology, engineering, and math. And today's episode, I want to talk about, let's talk numbers. Let's talk about math, okay? It's 2017, and we have a new incoming president, and without getting political, you need to be prepared for anything. You don't know what's going to happen to this economy or this job market. And that's not just necessarily because of a new incoming president. Quite honestly, you always need to be prepared for anything. There are so many of us, especially even in the technology industry, where we've seen layoffs, we've seen mergers, we've seen buyouts, we've seen jobs outsourced. So, you know, one minute you're in a job that looks long term and promising. Next thing you know, you might find yourself out there uh, looking for the next opportunity. Now, what I love about STEM is that there's so many possible job opportunities that you can quickly pick up another job, but that doesn't mean you might not find yourself a month or two between jobs. It could happen. So, being prepared. Now, let's talk about the, the numbers. How do you do that? I want to give you five tips with the help of the Entrepreneur Online e-magazine, things that you can do to make sure that you're always financially prepared. First of all, like I said, number one, don't wait until you have an emergency. And it could be a personal emergency, um, family emergency, health emergency. Uh, it might not even be something you know that the whole world is experiencing. But do you have a backup? Do you have a nest egg? Do you have a savings? Do you have your insurance? So first of all, just go out and check your numbers. Know your numbers. I think that's a, a commercial on TV, but it has something to do with your cholesterol. I'm talking about knowing your financial numbers. Some people are afraid to look because they're afraid they're going to be in the red or they're not going to like it or it's not where they want to be. But not looking doesn't make them better and it definitely doesn't make them worse. Find out what it is. Find your number. And the one thing is, is if you know it, you can work on it. And the goal is, is to outwork everyone else so you're ahead of the curve no matter what might come your way. Okay? That's number one. Know your numbers. Number two, stop all the spending. Hey, we just finished the holidays, so you did your little splurge. So now it's time to put yourself on a financial diet. Here's one rule to to live by, especially during this initial period where you're trying to regroup for the new year. Stop all spending unless it's going to help increase income. Okay? So get out of the consumer mentality and it's only spending if it's going to increase your income. Now, one other word of warning, this might hit a nerve, but sometimes we find ways to justify spending money because it's going to eventually make us money. So I find people who want to do a lot of superficial spending when it comes to maybe starting a business or starting a side business. So they want to create their logo and their branding and they want to get matching t-shirts and hats and all of this other frivolous things. They, they want to go and and do marketing and maybe even doing photo shoots or videos. 
But if I ask them, have they spent or written down a strategic plan? Have they gotten with a business coach to talk about marketing strategies and pipelines and bookkeeping and accountants and lawyers, the infrastructure type thing? No spending there. So don't just get caught up in spending on the superficial things um, just because you want to justify that. You really need to be honest with yourself. Are you spending money that is increasing your income? Okay. Get someone that can be very honest with you to help you check your spending. Now, number three, um, make sure as you're accumulating your cash, you know, make sure that where you're investing, that these are real assets. Okay. Be careful about stealing from yourself. And that is taking money that should be going into your savings before you start investing in whether it's your new business that you want to start or you're investing in the stock market. I was always given the advice and I live by this is that you should have six months in savings to live off of at all times before you even think about investing so the same thing goes for if you're planning on starting a business and you call yourself starting to invest and growing and starting that business you've got to make sure that you have living expenses taken care of should something catastrophic happen because otherwise you're going to throw yourself into a financial avalanche and not only will your new business not get started and go where you want it to go, you'll probably end up shutting the doors. And at the same time, you'll find yourself in a deficit on your own personal finances and trying to dig yourself out of that. So you want to make sure before you jump out there and whether you're investing in the stock market or investing in your own new business, do you first have your nest egg? Okay, so there's got to be a lot of reality checks, as you can see, in these first three steps. Okay, it's just like when you want to go on a diet and the new year, you know, we have this big New Year's resolution to go on diet. Sometimes you got to stand in front of the mirror naked um, and just be real honest with yourself. That's the same thing with your finance. You've got to lay bare and be honest about it. Number four. Do whatever it takes to increase income. So find out different ways to take on other income opportunities to increase your monthly income. And whatever that income is, save it. So if you've made it through this far living off of your primary income, then that new income that you bring in, don't, don't factor it into the monthly budget. Just save all of that away. That's one way to do the catch-up and get that six-month next day. Okay? And when I say do whatever it takes to increase income, this doesn't mean an elaborate, back to point number three, investment and opening up your own business and brand. It might be just starting small by setting yourself up in an account on one of the websites like Elance or also freelancer or fiverr these are accounts where you can set up yourself offer your service and people will buy those services from you 
if you've got any type of virtual or technical skill, something that can be parlayed into a virtual service, it could be anything from touching up photos, helping edit videos, helping do voiceovers, doing copyright, ghostwriting, editing. I'm giving you these examples because I've actually used people on these websites for their services and gotten phenomenal services. I'm a repeat customer with these people. So they're making money. They're doing it virtually. Several of them I know are college students. So they're doing it in between classes at their convenience. So they've got a second source of income in, in addition to whatever day job and or the job of being a student they're doing this on the side. There's other websites such as Etsy. That's one where if you like or can make things. I've seen everything from people who make cookies. Um, during the time when I was planning for my wedding, I ordered everything from Etsy from the bouquet all the way down to um, hand-painted shoes, clothing, all of these different things that people can make and ship, they're selling it on websites such as Etsy. Then you have eBay. Maybe there's something that's laying around if you just clean out your closet that can be sold or resold. You can do it locally. You also can do it on the web. So these are all forms of increasing your income and it's without again all of that elaborate branding it's just first get money in before you start spending money out now when you get to the point where you want to transition from just having an account on someone else's website and you see kind of a regular following a customer base a pipeline of customers then it's time to hold to, to hang your shingle out officially then we go to step five which is thinking like an entrepreneur okay and with the thinking followed by acting like an entrepreneur okay so think and act like an entrepreneur now entrepreneur knows that time is money so you have to be very structured and very disciplined in your time it's not just maybe working your day job or going to school by day and then looking at all the time after that is your time to rest up. No. After the first job comes the second job of being that entrepreneur. So how you use that time. And what you have to know is as an entrepreneur, you wear many hats. Your sales, your marketing, your customer service, your branding, your also the financial bookkeeper. So you have to make sure in the course of a week, those little slivers of times that you've set aside to put on your entrepreneur hat, you're switching out between all of those departments and areas. Okay? So... Those are our five tips for being prepared for whatever 27 has coming our way as financially as well as the job market. Don't wait for catastrophe. Know your numbers. Stop all that spending. Find ways to make money and that new money. Save it all. Then also think and act like an entrepreneur and by whatever means, find ways to increase that income. So, thanks for listening.
those are our, our talk, our math talk for today. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.